Hi friends, welcome to 10 Minutes to More, where I hope you'll be edified and encouraged with biblical wisdom in 10 minutes or less. Today I want to talk about freedom, and I'll give you a hint. We'll never get there if we spend our time comparing ourselves. Stick with me and be encouraged. The other day, I was on social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram. I was looking around and I saw everybody else's perfectly clean houses. I saw them living with minimal stuff. I watched some YouTube videos on minimalism. I looked at everybody's family photos with their matchy outfits and their perfect Christmas trees and their, you know, days at the beach and all these family things, all the perfect looking kids with clean faces and matching socks. And, you know, I put the phone down looked around my messy bedroom that I was sitting on my bed and just didn't feel very good inside. And it wasn't that I did anything wrong and everybody else lived life right, or it wasn't that they were wrong and I was right. I mean, there was just this feeling of, ugh, I'm not like that. And you know what? I realized in that moment, my discontent wasn't a right or wrong issue. My discontent was a freedom issue. (laughs) (laughs) was a comparison issue. It was because I was comparing that I didn't feel free and content in my uh, my own bedroom. I want to read a verse to you from Galatians chapter 5. Galatians 5 verse 1, and it says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. It's for freedom Christ set us free. We'll never experience the joy and freedom in Christ if we're always comparing each other. We can't do that if we're comparing ourselves, our bodies, our clothes, our hair, our homes, our children, our spouses, our incomes, our talents, our ministries, our spiritual giftings, anything. We'll never feel free and comfortable, confident in Christ if we're always feeling inferior. Or we'll never be who God wants us to be and we'll never be effective in our homes, in our families, in our churches, wherever we are if we're always feeling self-righteous. And that's the trap of comparison, isn't it? Why do we compare ourselves? What are we trying to accomplish when we compare ourselves? (laughs) When we compare, here's what happens. Either I come out feeling better because I feel like I've accomplished or done something better, quote unquote, than someone else, or more typically, I come out feeling worse. Like I haven't done what somebody else has done. I don't have matching outfits. For all the kids when we have family photos. In fact, let me back up. We don't even have professional family photos of our family. And not that it's wrong to have or not to have family photos. And I don't ever feel bad about it until I see somebody else's perfect family, right? That's just comparison. And when one person comes out the winner, one person comes out the loser, comparison is never a good thing. And why do we do that to ourselves? Why? Do we do it? And as women, as people, as humans, it's just part of human nature, we do it so often. But I have a verse that I found the other day that I thought was really, really good. And I'm trying more and more to live like this. It's Galatians 1.10. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. In other words, We're here on earth for one purpose, and that purpose is to please God. I know it's tempting sometimes to strive 
to please the children or to strive to please the husband or to strive to please the boss or the wife or whoever it is that we're trying to strive to please. It's not wrong to want to serve and love the people around us. But when our hearts are set on just trying to please people, be a people pleaser or a family pleaser or, hey, how about this, a church pleaser, when I'm just trying to please people in the church or the pastor or the choir or whatever it is, when you get caught into that trap of trying to please anyone else, even yourself, I need alone time, I need a bath, I need entertainment, I need this next meal, I need my food, I need my comforts. When we're caught in the trap of trying to please anybody but Jesus Christ, we are doomed to fail and we'll never experience true freedom in Christ. The only way we can experience freedom in Christ is to not compare ourselves, is to please only God, only Jesus Christ. He's the only person we're trying to please. And listen, I'm not here to condemn anybody or to judge even myself on this. Christ said in Romans 8, 1, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I'm just sharing with you a little bit of what's helped me and what has set me free. But we're all guilty of this from time to time. It reminds me of a story about Simon Peter and the disciple John. Simon Peter, as you might remember, denied Jesus not once, not twice, but three times. Can you imagine after living, eating, sleeping, watching Jesus perform all these miracles, after just living life and being so intimate with Jesus, he ends up denying him three times. And then to make, um, make matters worse, he doesn't get to reconcile with Jesus before his death on the cross. So after his death on the cross, he's fishing and then he looks out and he sees Jesus on the shore, right? He's making breakfast and Peter gets so excited. He jumps out of the boat. It is just a beautiful story of reconciliation. It's found in John chapter 21. And Jesus says, hey, Simon, do you love me? And Simon says, of course I do. And, you know, Jesus says, feed my sheep. And this goes on for three times, the same amount of time that Peter denied Jesus. Jesus reinstates Peter and feed my sheep. And he tells Peter something very interesting. And uh, again, it's in John 21. And then Peter, Jesus reinstates him. And he, at the end, he says, follow me. He indicates kind of like how you're going to die Feed my sheep. I tell you, when you're younger, you dressed yourself. You went where you wanted. But when you're old, you'll stretch out your hand and someone else will dress you and lead you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And then he said, follow me, which is great. He's just reinstating him and kind of telling him about the future, reassuring him and explaining some things that will happen. He gets this great insight. You would think Peter would just be like, I'm going to worship, like just fall to your feet. And worship God at that moment, right? I mean, Jesus is speaking to you about your life and your purpose. At that moment, you just worship. But no, Peter's human. <laughs> we are human. So Peter turns, he sees the disciple whom Jesus loved, which is John, and he's coming up and he says, Hey, Lord, what about him? <laughs> so, in other words, like, that's all well and good for me, but hey, what about this other guy? So even Peter falls into this comparison trap because this is just human nature, right? What about him? And Jesus said something so good. He says, look, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. In other words, what is that to you about what somebody else has been given? About what somebody else has? About how somebody else has been blessed? 
maybe you're feeling like you don't have the blessing somebody else has. You don't have the spiritual giftings that, you know, somebody else has or whatever. The Lord is saying, what is that to you? That's what he said to Peter. That's what he said to his followers that want to follow. What is that to you? You follow me. My mom has this saying that she has uh, said to my daughter sometimes when they, when they get going back and forth. She says, hey, just stay in your lane. Just stay in your lane. That bit of advice meant for my, you know, elementary school kids has really helped me. Just stay in your lane and follow Christ, right? Well, I want to close just by reading again Galatians 5.1, the verse that we kind of started with. It's for freedom that Christ set us free. Yeah, freedom not to compare ourselves. Freedom to be who we are. Freedom to please God. Just one person because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Freedom to not be bogged down. He says, it's for freedom that Christ set us free. And then he says this, stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. My friend, I pray that for you today, that if you're comparing, that if you somehow feel insignificant or inferior, that you would stand firm and not compare yourselves. Take the freedom Jesus offers you. Deny yourself any kind of comparison and just go forward with him. Well, thanks so much for listening. I hope this little tiny snippet of wisdom has encouraged you. It sure has affected me. You know, it's one thing to hear a word, but it's another thing to do it. My prayer for you, friend, is that you hear and apply God's word. For ultimate encouragement, of course, there's no substitute for spending time with Jesus Christ on a daily, regular basis, alone in prayer, reading his word, just seeking up his presence. I pray that you'll do that this week and that you'll find yourself 